This is Jennifer Polymus from Shalote, North Carolina, and this is Barbecue Central. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me. Fine. How you going? You have a great show. I'm a big fan. Boing. So what? What? What seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead, and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono. It's all about the Charbono, dude. Succulent fish. What? I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seed. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. Top men. And just like that, we are into the second hour. Welcome aboard. It's the Barbecue Central Show. We talk about Barbecue Central Show stuff. It's the live fire fun and frivolity show. If you want to jump in, on the show this evening, here's how you do that. You can get in touch with the show by calling 216-220-0966. Email Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. On the Twitter and Instagram, said BBQ Central Show. Yeah, that's what we didn't have the first out. And you see how I rode the fades on the wheels of steel there? Yeah. Pro, ladies and gentlemen, pro. Hit me up if you want to chat about whatnot. Here is your current tally for President Joe Biden at 131 electoral votes, which I think he's been at for what appears to be an hour at this point. Donald Trump picking up six more. He is now at 98. That's your total right now. And if I'm looking at the percentage and raw number count of the popular vote, this is where it always gets tricky to me and why Mr. Adamson would be pissed at me because he was my seventh grade civics teacher. Uh, Trump has, by you know, roughly half a million votes, uh, the popular vote. But Biden has, you know, uh, 40, 30, what's my math at here? 33 more electoral votes than, than Trump. So we'll see what's happening. Still, folks, believe it or not, I'm not even kidding when I say this, still too close to call for me. I'm not going to make that decision yet. Do you know why I'm not going to make that decision? Ain't nobody got time for that. Nobody's got time for that. We have only time for barbecue and grilling talk. I will continue to give you live, up-to-date, presidential results from the Associated Press's live interactive calendar that I'm looking at. Because I'm totally invested. I bet on who I thought is going to be present, but I never reveal who my bet is because that's bad luck. I don't want to do that. Still to come on the show, Sam the Cooking Guy. You can follow me socially at BBQ Central Show on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and the Snappers slash BBQ Central Show on Facebook and Twitch.tv, which nobody ever watches whatsoever. What? I said nobody ever watches that. And, of course, slash R.D. Rempe on YouTube. By the way, in case you were wondering, I did reach an agreement on my theme music that I can now use again. I don't even know. Yeah, I have the 
Uh, this is my theme music, remember? This song, Cell Dweller, Switchback. You know the song, right? This is a real song. I had to uh, pay money in order to use this song when I streamed to Facebook. I like to keep it legal. Does anybody have any idea how much this show cost me a year to run on YouTube? Just the 30 seconds? Here's where you know the song. That might be a good idea. This is the theme music. It's a real song. It's like 4 minutes and 40 seconds. Cell Dwellers Switchback, but it's the instrumental version, like Detroit 2000 Switchback instrumental, if you want to look at it on YouTube. I'm going to pay 500 bucks a year. What? 500 bucks a year so I can use that 30 seconds of intro music so I don't get jammed up by YouTube. So, you know, I want to make a couple bucks, but no. So I put the deal together, negotiated the $500 sweetheart deal that Position Music is giving me, and they oh, you're all set, no problem, all the releases are going to be taken off your video. Well, then I go into the live video portion. Uh, I'm, there's got to be you know, everything since I've moved channels is under protest because of that damn song. So I email back the guy and I said, Hey, uh, you know, we've put this agreement together. You said you're going to whitelist the website or my YouTube channel, but I still have like 60 protests. Oh, well that's a partner of ours and you're going to have to send us every single link in order to do that. Yeah. Well, guess what? I don't want to do that. that I can spend all day tomorrow going in and pulling out each individual video link to send them to clear. At least I know that they're going to be dealing with a headache on their end as well. But a headache on my end first. But don't worry. No more issues with YouTube going forward for the year. I can tell you what. Just another reason why I hate YouTube. No offense to my YouTube viewers. But, you know, 500 bucks for that song. I might as well just... Uh, edit it out and start the show from when the uh, and upload it and just dump all the be- cares YouTube. Coming up this Friday on the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less, episode 149, taking you back to November 5th, 2013. Kingsford, believe it or not, I think for two years put on a barbecue contest and they hyped on it. They were giving pretty big prizes away for winning it. I think it's safe. Wait, wait, wait. Guys, so you make more money with 10 people on Facebook? I don't make any money on Facebook. But if you go back through, you know what? I'm not even talking about it. You've got me off track. Back on track. Pulling it back on the rails. Good try, guy. I'm not falling for that. I think it's safe to say that this Kingsford Invitational was quickly becoming a contest that pitmasters were hoping to get the invite to and, of course, win. There were also uh, uh, you know, ways to win your way in. Like if you won the American Royal, you got to go to Kingsford Invitational. If you won these rando KCBS contests, 
or Memphis in May, you got to go to the Kingsford Invitational. I went to the first one in Belle, Missouri, which is the middle of nowhere. That contest paid out $50,000 to the winner, and it was winner take all. So all the other teams that showed up, and it was a small handful, but all the other teams that showed up, pound salt. You didn't pay out through you know first through eighth, however many teams were there. You showed up, and if you won it, you walked away with a check for 50K, Polly. And I'm like, damn, this is what contests need to be like. You show up, and you could win 50K, and everybody else, F off. I was... I was hyped on that. I started asking that question. Hey, I just came back from Kingsford Invitational. They paid out 50 grand to the winner. Everybody else got told to hit the bricks. Is that something that you would want? A chance to win nothing or win 50 grand? And like to a man and woman, everybody was like, oh, F that. We want payouts. We want to at least get some gas money back and keep people motivated or this would cause too much attrition if you just win or take all kind of stuff and again uh, the one that you're going to be hearing on Friday was the Kingsford Invitational Part 2 and I believe that was the final event altogether that took place in New York City this is not the one Andrew you are not the right. this was not the one where Johnny Trigg accosted me in front of everybody on the cow fields of Bell, Missouri. That was not, that was the first one. Also, let me remind you that if you have a special take or a segment that you would like to hear, just email John, J O N, at the BBQ Central Show.com and he will help you out. And then there's this. You know, it was my understanding that businesses were going out of their way to make things easier on all of us amidst the pandemic. Although from what I've heard over the past few months, this whole thing ends tomorrow. So we'll see about that. In any event, instead of making things easier on us as humans and consumers, McDonald's has decided to up the ante on all of us as they are rolling out the worst piece of crap ever to hit the fast food market menus, that being the McRib. Take note, you kooks. Starting December 2nd, McDonald's McRib is returning to the menus and let me... Make sure I properly intro this for you. Doing it nationwide. That's right. Nationwide for the first time since 2012. The limited time pork sando is brought back every year, but it's notoriously hard to find, of course. McDonald's even released its own McRib locator app to help customers locate restaurants that sold it nearest to them. I've had discussions with McRib fiends that downloaded that app and was like, hey, the nearest McRib is only three hours away. Let's pack into the sedan and take a drive so we can get our McRib on. Great idea, loser. 
The fast food giant brought the McRib to 10,000 of its 14,000 U.S. restaurants last year. That was the biggest rollout since the 2012 nationwide reunveiling of that piece of crap. The item has been appearing on McDonald's menus in the U.S. since 1982. That thing has been around since 1982. Helping the chain attract customers to its restaurants during the holiday season. In fact, if you don't believe that this thing has been around that long, I have something for you. You're damn right I do. Check this out. Looks like Dad is bringing home the barbecue. A big Let si- me uh, restart this, by the way. Uh, well, McGrill. I guess you can see it up at the top. This is from 1989. So 30, 40 years ago, maybe 60 years ago. Check this out. Looks like Daddy's bringing home the barbecue. A big sack of McDonald's. Looks like Daddy's bringing home the barbecue. And the McDonald's drive-thru. Grilled sandwiches. Grilled pork. Nice old cutlass sedan. Working that sassy sauce. Sassy. Tempting, huh? Look at him. Like a barbecue. This is so 1989. I mean, look at this guy. He's got the wool blazer on. The shirt collar has been undone from a hard day at the accounting office. And, of course, the stash. (laughs) Let me tell you something. If you saw this guy today, what I mean, how old is this guy, you think? Maybe 30, 32? He looks like he's 45 with that mustache on. I look like I'm 60, but I don't have a mustache. And he's got the mustache... And here's what I say. If you met this guy for the first time in your life today, no big deal. But if he didn't have that mustache on and that you met him, and then like five months later you meet this guy again and he's got that mustache on his face, there's a big problem. You can't grow a mustache and have it be okay. Like You have to meet everybody you're ever going to meet in life with a mustache already on. You can't regrow it and have it look normal. It's bizarre, but... This is the first time we're meeting him, so it's all right. Anyway, we go on. He's driving home with his sack of barbecue. You in a barn without the bones. Oh, and with babe. a big icy coke, it's where oh, yeah. you're only human. Oh, yeah. On daddy, chomp. <laughs> great taste of McDonald's McRib for a limited time. Only at McDonald's. That's right. Sorry, kids. Eating your dinner this evening. The uh, McDonald's dinner. Hope you don't mind eating that Sando. So don't worry, McRib kooks. December 2nd is your day of days, and it is nationally rolled out this year. Amidst COVID, trying to make life easier for all you McRib honks out there, McDonald's is running it out nationwide for the first time since 2012. Eight years ago. So you don't even have to download their McRib app locator or McRib locator app. It's available at your nearest McDonald's. So make sure that you have your phones rolling. Do your best. Dame drops fast food reset on the McRib. And for everybody says that this is the best thing ever and I wait for it all year. You're a liar. 
Stuff. What? I said you're a liar. It's a piece of crap. Terrible sandwich. Other crappy fast food sandwiches laugh at the McRib. That's how much of a piece of crap that sandwich is. The Subway rib sando laughs at the McRib. That's how big of a piece of crap that sandwich is. We could sit here and make analogies all day. But Sam the Cooking Guy is in the green room. So I'll quickly tell you about Big Papa Smokers, and then we'll get to Sam. It's a one-stop online shop for all things barbecue-related. They have 13 perfectly balanced rubs and seasonings that you should be trying every day. Sweet Money, Cattle Prod, Cash Cow, Double Secret Steak Rub, Little Louie's Season Salt, Desert Gold, Regular Money. How about Happy Ending Rub? Yes. Sprinkle it on your rack and then serve it. Aside from the rubs, they own Granny's Barbecue Sauce. So if you're looking for a new go-to sauce that will please everybody. You're sick of the traditional stuff that's out there everywhere that everybody's using. Granny's is something you're going to want to check out. Great as a sauce by itself. Also, great as a base where you can start to tweak if you want. Aside from the premium selection of rubs and sauces, they offer great cookers. Check out the Mac 2 Star General Pellet Cooker if you're looking for a versatile smoker that's easy to use. Big Papa's the exclusive Mac dealer, and they even offer special packages. Not a fan of pellet smokers? All right. Take a look at the old Hickory Ace BP. It's the only charcoal smoker that Big Papa trusts on his competition trailer. Not sure of what grill you need? Call. Ask questions. They're there to help. 877-828-0727. That's 877-828-0727. Or shop the website, bigpapasmokers.com. That's B-I-G-P-O-P-P-A smokers.com. We are back with Sam the Cooking Guy right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the number one most downloaded barbecue and grilling podcast anywhere. The Barbecue Central Show. visits from a killer hog, a cooking guy, a man named Meathead, the author of Barbecue Bible, a grill girl, a bristly barbecue journalist, and the male feasance of the barbecue world known as the Embedded Correspondence, only found right here on the Barbecue Central Show. This portion of the show being brought to you by Pit Barrel Cooker, the most unbelievable outdoor cooking device on the planet. Currently available in two sizes, a third one on the way, a host of accessories there to adorn your pit barrel cooking experience. Whether you're a beginner or professional, definitely a cooker you want to add to the arsenal, visit pitbarrelcooker.com and tell them the Barbecue Central Show sent you. It is the fourth Tuesday. No, it's not. It is the first Tuesday of a brand new month, and we race to the hotline and welcome back second hour recurring guest, Sam the Cooking Guy. Hey, Sam. What's up, my brother? Who are you voting for? I'm Canadian. Oh, right. I see. I knew I could ask that question. And there would be no him hawing around like there was the last two guests. Malcolm Reed said he was voting for the ticket of brisket and ribs. 
<laughs> like that? As you should. I can yeah. tell you this. I will not be voting for that fucking McRib. That's for sure. Yes, I know. Did you see that guy on the commercial? I don't. I don't yeah, what, what was 1972? They're just recycling an old commercial, I think. Yeah, 1989. 1989. Yeah. Uh, look, um, I don't understand McRib. I understand people liking rib taste and flavors. <laughs> I don't get that thing. Yep. I don't get something that is so fake they press it into the shape of something that has bones and yet magically mysteriously there are no bones no do you know do you know why two things to say why there's no bones? yes pretty uh, because people would chip their tooth and sue them but they're they are uh, widely made with uh pork butt that's what they're made out of so they they debone the pork butt and they just throw them in the vat and then they press the pork butt. I, I'm sure there's other ingredients in there, but the the meat is a pork butt. It's not even rib meat. I've never liked it. Yeah, I had gross. it once. I hated it, and then and then after a a landslide of oh my god, it's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> I buckled under the pressure and I went and bought one. Oh, and I took a bite and I was like. Why did I go with my my original thinking? I hated it then. Why would I like it now? But see, I used to hate cilantro. What? Or as my Canadian family, or as my Canadian my Canadian family would say, cilantro. Yeah, hated it. Like if I was went to somebody's house for dinner and they, I, I knock, they open the front door. I take one step in. I knew if there was cilantro being served, I could smell it. I was pissed. But now I'm, I would look at Kelly and I'd be like, now I'm going to have to eat it and not be an asshole. And, but at some point, I, something changed in my thinking and I went, maybe I need to open my mind a little bit more, which is my advice to most people. Mm. When it comes to food, just because you say you don't like something, give it a chance. Yeah. Try it again for the first time. Right. But I have a more important thing to talk about. Okay. Well, I got to write this down because I do want to come back to cilantro. So go ahead. Okay. Come back. I noticed something about you. All right. Never saw it before, and I don't know if it's because of the background, which, by the way, I quite like. Thank you. Is this because it's an election uh, day? Is it an election day background? Uh, I mean, or just because? Have I had this background for the last two months? Yeah. I didn't notice. Not with me the last time. <laughs> yes. I listen to you. I don't watch you. All right. Other than this. So, okay, so forget that. Thanks for making your guests feel like shit. Nice job. I'm sure that's not in hosting 101 handbook, but whatever. But here's what I noticed about you. Okay. You're a leg wiggler. Oh, yes. Ho- totally. Because you can and see you know the, I know? Yeah, the back of the chair is probably going a mile a minute. The chair is going like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's what's called the uh, my cousin, Karen, uh, called it the gift is what she calls it, the gift. And uh, for instance, no, when I no was gift. when I was younger, uh, and we were forced to go to church, uh, you know, for all the major holidays, you'd have a bunch of rempies lined up in the church pews, and you could look down that pew, and everybody had legs running a mile a minute. And uh, well, how is that a gift? That's what she just called it, the gift. That's it. I mean, it didn't mean anything. It was just her. Uh, term of endearment for people that look obnoxiously nervous all the time. But I can tell you this. I see. 
Okay. As somebody who Go has ahead. been a lifelong uh, gifter, if you will, yes. if my leg is not moving, you need to be very concerned for many things. When the leg is going, I'm in my comfort. I'm not nervous. Like That is a complete sign of cool, calm, and collected. If I am still, be scared. Be afraid. Be very afraid. I just... I just want the viewing audience to be aware now of the back of the chair. Don't fix on it. Don't fixate no. on it. But and don't do it for a few minutes because right now it's in his head. He's probably not gifting. If that's what you call what's going on. I'm the gifting desk, but, as we speak. Double leg gifting right now. Well, there it is. I'm watching it happen. Yeah. You're making me carsick a little bit. Actually. Yeah. All right. Well, now I'm self-conscious, so I have to. Uh, also, okay, go back. Go you, back to your question. It usually happens when I put my like if I'm on the ball of my foot. Uh, it just happens yeah. like uh, uh, like breathing. Or what do they call that? Uh, it's a, a involuntary. Like I get right on the ball of my foot. Right. Boom! It starts. So. Uh, anyway, let's get back to cilantro just for a sec. Who are we talking to? What do you mean? Uh, somebody pulled your attention away as a guest, so I'm just wondering who we're talking to. I didn't talk to anybody. You didn't? You were I looking. might have looked away. Uh, there, there's a television above me. Yes. That's got the... the All right. You want the, an update? I got an update for you. Here we go. Joe Biden. Currently, with 131 electoral votes, Donald Trump with 98 electoral votes. That is your up-to-date electoral tally. Actually, I'm looking right now. Hold on. Oh, yeah. So, who knows? <laughs> uh, it's anybody's risk. Let's not talk about that. Please. I'm, I'm telling you right now, it is too close to call right now. If I hear that once more tonight, I'm going to go crazy. <laughs> I've only been saying it like uh, every 10 minutes during the first hour just to be a dick. Let's get back to cilantro. Wait, the second that the polls closed on the East Coast, (laughs) anybody that was on the news would say, Joe Biden's got one vote and and, uh, Trump's got two votes. It's honestly too close to call. It's coming down to the wire. Stop it. Yeah. Yes, it's too close to call two seconds after the the polls closed. It's... Go ahead. Let's talk about cilantro. Right. Cilantro. Now, what I've come to figure out is that people that typically don't like cilantro fall into that. And I forget what percentage it is. I think Stephen Reichland told it to me one time, let's say 15%. Maybe it was as high as 20 or 30%. But of the consuming American public, there is a fairly large percentage of people that when they eat it, it tastes like soap. So there's a so I've heard that there's a real uh, there's a real taste issue, not the fact that they can taste it regularly and they have disdain for it, but it actually tastes different than what it should taste like. Is that similar to you, or you just didn't like the taste? I don't remember it tasting like soap. It's been so long now that I have liked it. Hmm. But one day I did this one day, and I this has been my approach ever since. One day I said, you know. I say I hate it, but maybe I haven't given it a proper try. Maybe I'm going to open my mind a little bit because what if I hate it my entire life and then I'm like three days away from dying and I know I'm going to die and somebody gives me something with cilantro that I love. I'm like, oh my, what? I've missed this my entire life? I'm going to be a big boy. I'm going to open my mind and I'm going to say, great, I'm going to try this. Like we didn't let our kids get away with not trying things when they were little. 
I don't like that. They would do that BS. I don't like that. We've never had it before. I know, but I don't like it. <laughs> no, you're going to eat it, sweetheart. Or you're going to sit there all effing night. Yeah. Okay, maybe it wasn't that violent, but, but you know, you got to eat. Kids have to eat stuff. You have to. And if you don't force them, if you don't encourage them, if you don't goad them into trying everything, mm -hmm. then they're going to grow up to be picky ass eaters. And who wants well, that? Well, it's. No, it's certainly that. not a fun culinary journey, and uh, I have said many times on the show that my uh, food journey probably isn't as broad as most. However, I'm oh, not. Oh, it's not. I, <laughs> I'm not averse to trying things. Uh, it's just that my palate might be a little narrow because it's a little narrow. It's not because I wasn't introduced to stuff as a youth or that i don't actively try stuff now i try onions all the time guess what onions still suck <laughs> suck but i try I'm onions try. all Please the time your, listen to your words and i hope the audience is laughing i try onions wow it's like you're saying like i try alligator eyeballs all the time Wow, yes. onions. Oh but, my god. But the point Have you I'm tried the exotic red onion yet, Mr. Rempy? Yes. Red onion, purple onion. Uh uh the only onion that I I will eat under protest is a shallot and I guess technically that's not an onion, it's a shallot, but it's oniony, but uh, it's still too oniony for definitely. me. Look, I'm telling you. And I, I use don't cook with shallots cuz they're a pain in the ass. I I use onion as an example because Everybody I know loves onion, and I try, and I try, and I try, and I hate it. When I was drinking, I hated wine forever, and then I turned 30, and I tried wine again, and my palate changed, and I loved wine, and then I got really into wine. So I didn't, I, I don't not taste stuff, but I, I think I just end up with a, a fairly narrow palate. All, by the way, I also try onion all the time, too, because you continue to inspire me in your videos. Because you add onion to every fucking thing ever on the face of the earth. Hey, hey, hey. Whoa. easy, easy, fella. Back up a bit. You do. Let's just take a breath. Look, you're in Cleveland. <laughs> it is not the hotbed of culinary activity for this country. That's false. I think many people would agree with that. I don't think many it's people would false. agree with that. It, it is actually one How of the leading. How many people would say, apart. <laughs> you're wrong. It's one of the leading culinary factors in the country apart from michael simon outside of apart la michael simon and, and and your backyard uh, on the weekends <laughs> what else trailblazing is coming out of cleveland and don't you dare mention that effing hall of fame again because it has nothing to do with it new york chicago la the next don't in line it. is cleveland the next don't in line is cleveland. it is not hundred percent no it is not cleveland. Yes. it's that, not cleveland it's, it's cleveland we can agree Look, to it's disagree. not san diego that's for sure no we can agree that it is not cleveland and neither is san diego but i think there is more there is more like food cleveland. revolution coming out of cleveland than there is san diego agree Hang on, let me do this. Hey, Zach, you ever heard of any good food coming out of Cleveland? Who's, what are his credentials? He's laughing. Yeah. He, he probably also thinks He's that laughing. the river caught on fire is still a funny joke 40 years later. Zach. Hey, you know what I started watching? We started watching on uh, 
uh, YouTube, uh, Netflix, Netflix, uh, the vow. Have you watched any mm-hmm. of that? No, have not. It's about that Keith Raniere guy that had that Nexium cult. Like the, is that a sex oh, cult? So good. So good. Yes. Oh. Yes. Yes. The guy that just got sentenced to 120 years. <laughs> it's really good. Uh, it's, re- it's really good. So I think, I don't remember if I finished watching it or not or maybe i have like 10 minutes or whatever but i've watched uh filthy rich the jeffrey epstein documentary that's on netflix holy yeah we watched that so look i mean you know how it ends right i mean he's a piece of crap he kills himself uh magically kills himself in uh in jail uh, which is a shame that he didn't get to do the trial but to see how this guy got into the position he was in and then the amount of abusing and sex trafficking and the power that this guy had and billions of dollars. Like, he had a fleet of jets. I'm not talking about prop planes and then a jet mixed in. He had a fleet of jets. I mean, this is mega rich. It's, 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 I'm, a, I'm a fan of watching documentaries about cult-like groups. Yeah. Um, religious groups. I don't know why Hasidic Jews, the Amish, you know, this Nexium stuff. I lo- I'd love to watch this stuff. Yeah. It makes me, uh, in my off time, I love to watch it. What's so sad is how easily people are pulled into this stuff. Mm-hmm. How badly people are wanting to find, I guess it's just acceptance and love and feel like they belong. It doesn't matter what it is. It's Scientology. What? That's a lot of stuff you can watch for days. This Nexium stuff, the vow, which is a lot like Scientology, yeah. except with sex added as a bonus. Um, people feel the need to be part of something so badly that they're willing to grab onto stuff that doesn't make sense. Somebody taught me an expression many years ago: "A drowning man will grab at a sword." Yeah, and it's true. You're taking in gulps of water in the it, off the off a boat. Somebody passes you one of those long sabers. You would grab that. You really would. People are looking. Can you imagine the person that turned in right now? Somebody said to them, "Why wow, you got to watch that Barbecue Central show? He talks about a lot of good barbecue." And they're listening to this right now. Wow. Uh, why does my uh, listener sound what, like? How that? have we dug it? I mean, how how offensive? Because that was the vo- that was the. That was the voice of the guy in that stupid uh, McRib commercial. <laughs> Not quite as twangy as this, but, but they gave him that, that like, you know, Tennessee, Alabama kind of, yeah. like that voice means, you know, barbecue. Just because I talk like this, you're supposed to think I know what I'm talking about when it comes to barbecue. That's right. Southern twang right there is street cred, <laughs> That's no it, doubt. Baby. Uh, all right. So, some, honey, the man on the commercial has a twang. That must be a good sandwich. Twang. And, Let's go get it. And the actor has a terribly bad mustache. Do you agree with he me, has by a the way? Mustache. Do you agree with me, by the oh, way? Like, 100%. you can't. If I meet you in person, like, I know you now to never have had a mustache. And if, like, you showed up next month yeah. with a full on mustache, I could never get over it. It would look so weird. You, you would laugh for three days. Yes. Yes. Have I sent you the picture yes. of me with the mustache? No. <laughs> Please send it. Can you put it up right now? Oh, hold on. I got to see it. Do you have it? 
Let me see if I can uh, quickly find it here. Because I've I've had, let's see, archives. I always think I put it in like the best spot so I can quickly access it. Because <laughs> I tell people this. Somebody, this tuned, somebody, somebody tunes in. We're talking about the vow and Scientology. <laughs> they turn away and then they go, wait, just give them a chance. Maybe you missed something. <laughs> And they turn back and go, honey, now the guy's going through his old files on his computer looking for a picture. His machine. Uh, his machine. Let me see here. The machine. Um, I don't want to spend too much time. but it, So it, it, it basically what it does is it helps me make the point that you can't just show up with a mustache oh. if you've never had no. it. Ah. Well, what do you do? Do you tell somebody? You tell somebody that you're, uh, you're, you, you're. Be prepared. I'm gonna come to you. I'm gonna come see you, and I'm gonna have something on, under my nose, but above my top lip that has yeah. never been there before. I, I, well, I don't know. I mean, I guess you can't, you can't ever, you can't ever do it. Is basically what I'm saying. All right, ready? I found it. Apparently, Taylor really wants to be in this because he keeps walking back and forth. Come on, Taylor. No, you're good, dude. All right, here we go. For those of you waiting, here's what makes my story 100% ironclad. Look at that guy. Dude, (laughs) you know what that is? That's a drug deal going down in the outskirts of Miami in 19... 82. What do you mean? It's a me. A it's a Mario. It's a Mario. It's me, a Mario. Yeah, yeah. You can say what you want. I'm just telling you what I'm seeing. <laughs> and the, the crazy thing is, is that the 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 whole yes. body line, the, the whole attitude of the face <laughs> is is because of that thing on your lips. Yes. Yes. It makes me lean casually with that fu attitude and the look what's hiding underneath my nose attitude and. The whole thing. Let me tell you something. This picture happened, and uh, I had a beard, and I just shaved the beard off. Uh, obviously, I had a, a pretty substantial mustache, and I showed my daughters. Two of the three of them broke down crying immediately, and I'm not even kidding. Oh they were like, God. no, cut it off. You know, they were littler at that point. And so what does that mean? Does that mean you, you shaved it off? Oh, immediately came off. Right I didn't wear it. I, I did it for shock value yeah. only. I just... I shaved it to have it on to then quickly shave it back off. But it was to prove a point. Like, if I decided to keep that and started going to work like that, I probably would have been fired. I mean, it's, 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 it is, it is a. Well, what year was that? It might have been. What year was that? It might have fit in. It was probably 2008. 2009. This never fits in unless it's the 70s. Okay. Like, this never fits in. I missed yeah. the I missed the time frame yeah, for that. That's just, yeah. I mean, I had three kids, so I was at least thirty-one okay, years go, old. Go, wait, just go back to that for one second. Yeah. Let me just point out one thing. Screenshot. There you go. Sorry, I just needed to screenshot. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I know. I, I know what's going on. All right, uh, we've talked about nothing here, so uh, we will uh, come back and talk about something What's new? Of that's our usual here. mo yeah, yeah nothing uh, nothing new here so stand by sam and we'll be right back with him i'll talk to you quickly about pits and spits and we will then talk about books and knives meatball wellington since 1983 pits and spits 
have been handcrafting smokers and grills in Houston, Texas. In that time, Pits and Spits establishing itself as one of the premier brands in high-quality offset smokers and more recently pellet cookers. Pits and Spits sets itself apart by using heavy 7- and 10-gauge stainless steel cookers. Fully welded construction that you can feel when you use the unit. A 304 stainless steel roll-top lid and a front shelf on every single smoker. Why does that matter? Well, by using higher quality materials, pits and spits, smokers reach and maintain temperatures, allowing you to worry more about the meat than the heat, providing a fully welded smoker. You don't have to worry about grease or smoke leaking out of the barrel or the grill rattling apart as you move it through the backyard. And by using 304 stainless, you're getting an heirloom quality product you can pass down to your kids. Now, where some companies focus on being a low-cost provider, Pits and Spits focuses on craftsmanship and using quality materials. Are there cheaper ways to manufacture products? Sure. They don't like tack welds, cheap stainless, electronics that you can't trust. Having in-house manufacturing gives them complete control of the design and the standards. It's not something you're going to find in products brought in from overseas. Their steel suppliers supply materials to be used in some of the harshest environments around so they will perform in any and all conditions. And the controllers are made right here in the USA. So they're able to have unimpeded transparency into the programming. Pits and Spits has a dealer network across the country, but if there isn't one close to you, call them at the shop. 844-650-6250. That's 844-650-6250. Whether you're a backyard grill master or a competition team smoking 50 racks of ribs, Pits and Spits is the product for you. You can check them out online, pitsandspits.com, all spelled out, or see their pits in the wild across all social media handles, at Pits and Spits. That does it for the reads, and we are back to chat with Sam the Cooking Guy right after this. Stick around. You're listening to the number one most downloaded barbecue and grilling podcast anywhere, The Barbecue Central Show. Celebrating over 10 years of prolific and unparalleled live fire barbecue and grilling talk. And yes, it's still being done from Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. And this portion being brought to you by Smithfield. We are still in grilling season. Champ pit masters like Chris Lilly, Darren Warth, Ernest Cervantes, Childs Cridlin, giving you all the tips and tricks you need. Mouth-watering flavor. No artificial ingredients. Smithfield Fresh Pork. Quite simply, some of the finest pork money can buy. Trusted choice of world champion pitmasters for use at home and at competitions. Smithfield.com. And it's Sam the Cooking Guy. Hey, so a uh, little housekeeping going on. Uh, any update on the Chori Pollo flatbread taste testing? By the way, I said Chori Pollo, so the theme song comes on. Freaking margaritas for everybody. Half off guacamole. Well, that's so. What's going on with that? Uh, I just have to do it. I have to make them. I have to freeze them. I have to package them. Do we want to back out of it? Do we want to back out of it? I'd love to. Can we? I tell you what. Of course we can. Come here. Come here. And I mean, I just I question whether it will be the quality that's. It's going to be for we don't freeze our food and then send it two days. And- sure. So you're going to fly me and the two other people out to San Diego and we'll do a live tasting on the show. Is that what you're saying? Wait, sorry. I just cut out for a second. I, I <laughs> yeah. Quite hear what you said. <laughs> yeah. 
By the way, if you are wait, wait. interested, Joe Biden, 131 electoral votes. Donald Trump, 108 electoral votes. Oh, by the way, still too close to call at this time. <laughs> hey, can yeah. I uh, pimp one of your sponsors for a second? Yeah, go ahead. So tomorrow, yeah. well, that's really Canadian of me. Tomorrow. I don't know how to say that, American. Tomorrow. 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 Yeah. There's O's in there. I do speak the Queen's English. Tomorrow on Sam the Live. Sorry. Tomorrow on Sam the Cooking Guy YouTube channel. No? Tomorrow. That doesn't work? Tomorrow. There you go. Tomorrow. Oh, no. Tomorrow. (laughs) No. Tomorrow. I'm Canadian. Tomorrow. Too many. You, you gotta. You gotta take a. some of the O's out and put tomorrow. some of the A's in. No, no. There is not A's in there. It's there's O's. Tomorrow <laughs> yep. on Sam the Cooking Guy YouTube channel. Yep. With now two point uh, two six. three million subscribers. Right. Two point six. Two point two six. Uh, two point two six. Thank you. Um, I will be making giant turkey legs four ways. Yeah. And the turkey legs came from the butcher shoppy in Pensacola, Florida. Really? How about that? From our boy Kevin, Kevin. Green. Yeah, Kevin Green. One of Let the. Let me tell you something. I went looking for giant turkey legs um, in San Diego, and this is not. I know you don't like to swear, but this is not bumfuck USA. Yeah, we got stuff. We have things. We in fact have turkeys. Not so far from here. But do you think I could find giant turkey legs? No. I went to a couple places that claimed to have them. And when I looked at them, I was like, what? These are not turkey legs. This is nothing. What are you talking about? So uh, I reached out to you, wondered if Kevin had them. You put me in touch with Kevin. Kevin said, I can get them for you. I had, they were 2.1 or 2 pounds each. Wow. I'm telling you, these are big ass turkey legs. Yeah, big ass turkey. I sent you that picture with it beside my head. These are uh, something that you would find akin to like one of the amusement parks. These big ass turkey legs. Yeah, yeah. You can say the name of the amusement park. Uh, uh, Disney World. Disneyland is known for them. Yeah, I don't know what, whatever some of the Disney properties. We did them four ways: smoked, deep fried. Ooh. Grilled and oven roasted. Uh, any of them win enough to make it onto your Thanksgiving table this year? Uh, you know, I said to the, my audience, if you don't want to do the whole turkey thing, yeah, it's a pretty good way to go and not very expensive. Uh, you get a lot of meat off them; they're very delicious. And either of these ways, I think you'd be happy with. There was not a huge amount of difference in, uh, I used the same rub and as close to the same temperature on all of them as I could. I was trying to be fair. I didn't want to make jazz one up and then go, oh, of course, this is so much better. That would have been stupid. But anyway, the butcher shop has what you want. This is not a paid uh, commentary. I'm just saying. I keep hearing about them. I finally use them. He's a great guy. Yep. Kevin's a great guy. Uh, but don't go looking for a website because 
they're in the 1920s when yeah. it comes to that. Still a little behind you the times Kevin on that admits, one. <laughs> Kevin admits to, to having a, a good old Facebook page yeah. and a phone number. We got that. That's all you need. That's right. Really. Got a phone. Because you'll probably get Kevin if you call there. They hand pick your uh, briskets, your whatever. Yeah. It's a place to go. Anyway. I always I always tell anyway. people, uh, if you're really looking for something exotic, you know, because they do have camel and, you know, all this other stuff, uh, or yeah, yeah, dry-aged yeah. Wagyu or A5 or A9 or anything in between. Yeah. Butcher Shop either has it or has a line on it. Yeah. However, don't ask me what's the website. Here's the phone number. Just call, ask for Kevin, and, and go from there and tell him the Barbecue Central show sent Just you. Call. And, that's, yeah. and that's better. But, but, but it brings up a point, and not to continue to pick Kevin at the butcher shop, and we love you. But yes. it brings up a point that is this. You should be thinking about finding in your town, your city, your village, a place that specializes in the things that you want to buy. Like the supermarket pork shoulders and briskets and things like that is not where you want to go. Mm. I'm not taking away anything that the supermarkets do. They provide a very valuable function in our society. But when it comes to even slightly um, specialty things, find a guy, a woman, a place that does this stuff all the time. Yeah. You wouldn't go to you wouldn't go to have a tooth fix and go to somebody that was a, a dentist, a doctor, a pharmacist, an alterationist, and an engineer, right? Right. You don't want somebody that does a whole lot of things. It's like Cheesecake Factory. It's 185 things on the menu. Can they do any of them really well? Uh, I, I don't think so. I've only been once, and I didn't like it. Chicken Madeira. You want meat? Go to, go to a place that... Wait, what? Chicken Madeira. They do chicken Madeira well? Yes. That's the one thing they do well? It's great. 185 items. They do chicken Madeira well. Yeah. And the cheesecake, I think, is pretty good, too. Can I tell you what I'm going to ask you tomorrow or later tonight when we're off this? Yes. And, and maybe there's a quick poll you can take. Do people enjoy listening to this nonsense? Yes. I think I said to you last time or a couple times ago, I feel like our, like you get on with Stephen Reichlin and it's like grill this and smoke this and do it that way. And meatheads, yes, do it to 182 degrees and then this and then I tested that and my correspondence did this and the report's coming in here. Every shiding's out there with all the fucking Traeger shit and the smoking. Everybody's like concise and precise and accurate and laser focused on their on their topic yeah and me i could not be more all over the board i just want to make sure that people don't hate this what are you worried this about part of it come on i can't believe I, we, I you, you be were so worried about it the last time i said that i know the, the the more um the more off base we seem to get the more enjoyment there because again it's layers of relationships it's different relationships i have a different relationship with you than i have with malcolm than i have with meathead than i have with stephen reichland and the list goes on um so there's a whole uh, dennis busso right here from uh, uh dennis is my uh, official embedded correspondent from uh colorado you know here's a guy 
Big fan of the show. Loves the chatter between us. You know, just one of okay, many that okay. are jumping in right now saying, just, hey, you know, it's a change look, of pace. I want to be, I, I want, I don't want me to be loved. I want us to be loved. And I worry that, you know, my, I, my, my manager, Brad, sent me a text just before I, this. And I go, I'd like to, what do you think, Brad? It's a name. Brad. Like I said, oh, my friend Greg, would he go, Greg? I don't think. Yeah, but you know what I'm talking Greg. about. Come on. <laughs> I do. So he goes, oh, uh. I go. I can't. Uh, I can't talk right the second. I've got. A, I know. I've got. A, I'm on a podcast. You go. Which one? Barbecue Central. In his mind, oh, it's all barbecue related. Yeah. I'm sure if a Brad tuned in after wrestling on a Sunday, he'd be like, <laughs> uh, oh, uh, where was the barbecue talking? What all that bullshit? Yeah. I go. Okay. Well, so maybe that's not my purpose, but but I just want to make sure it's okay. If totally people fine. want serious barbecue talk, we talked about it. We talked about turkey legs. And we talked about how crappy the about, McRib uh, is. Yes. And now let's talk about Meatball. Say it. Meatball Wellington. Say it. Meatball Wellington. Show me right now. Ladies Meatball Wellington. Ladies and gentlemen, presenting Lord Meatball Wellington and Lady Chastity Wellington. Uh, red team. Red team. Order in. Four spaghetti, three meatball Wellington. Right now, how about that? Like that? It was freaking delicious. Yeah. So where do you come up with meatball Wellington? I don't know. Look, we did, we did the tomahawk Wellington. Okay, I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't want to lose this when I was watching it. He totally missed. Like, did you guys get over that whole lost in translation of? what he was saying and what you were saying, or is it still like uh, in the ether somewhere? What are you talking about? The meatball Wellington part? So you guys were talking about the, the, the Tomahawk Wellington. And prior to that, you were, you were prefacing the, you said the phrase, what's not good in uh, puff pastry. And then you said, Max, yeah. remember Tomahawk, uh, whatever the fuck it was. And, and then there was like a weird interaction between you're like, oh, you don't seem so excited. And he's like, well, didn't you say something about this? And it was never resolved. But I know exactly what the problem oh, oh, was. Yes. I know exactly what the problem was. He heard you, you say, you. Um, what's not good in puff pastry? And then you immediately followed it up with the tomahawk ribeye. And he was thinking... Oh, nothing, oh, but then you I'm specifically said good. something, and he's like, oh, oh he I didn't like it. So, yeah, that's that's exactly okay. what that was. I meant to text you that as I was watching live uh, no, to give I, you live I, comment. No, I hear what you're saying now. Yeah, yeah that's what happened. Which this is way too inside for, way too inside for people <laughs> don't follow as well as you do. Watch but, Meatball Wellington. So, Max, you'll see Max, exactly what I'm talking about. Max one day said, let's do, a, let's do a, a Beef Wellington. And I thought, okay, let's do a Beef Wellington. And then I started thinking about it and go, but everybody does a fucking beef Wellington. It's just steak, long, but with you know blood on the pot pastry. Let's do a different version. He goes like, "What?" I go, "Let's get a big ass tomahawk ribeye and do that." Yeah. So we did that, and it was freaking delicious. And then I have no idea. I don't think Meatball Wellington's like like uh, like brand new. But he goes, "Let's do meatballs and Wellington them," and I'm like, "I'm in." I didn't do the whole mushroom duck cell thing, but I did. And by the way, if, if you take nothing away from this, 
Just make my freaking meatballs. They are so damn good. We could not stop eating those effing things at the end of this. And as I said, puff pastry is delicious, makes everything better. I could wrap it around my stupid phone or my old computer that somehow you thought was a new computer. But puff pastry makes everything better. And my, uh, wrapped around my meatballs uh, uh, with a layer of prosciutto, they were delicious. Mm. And some mozzarella cheese crammed into the middle and melty. And, oh, so good. And the holidays are coming up. You got to do stuff, so do it. How big were the meatballs each? Couple of, like I mean, we're we talking like a couple ounces each or something like that. Two, 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 two and a half ounces. Two, yeah. three, four ounces. All right, and then um, from so they a, they'd be like three or four bites. And you were uh, four, four you were bites. firming them up. Uh, you were cooking them on a pan, but uh, you know, for my crowd, yeah. of course, you could uh, put the Traeger on two twenty five super smoke and stick those in there, and uh, you know, firm them up that way. Add a little smoke flavor if you're into that thing, and then go ahead and yeah. wrap them in the phyllo to. To then finish off, hundred percent. Yeah, Shining would love you. Kiss your ass for that. Yeah, that's right. Um, what else from a? Oh, you know what I wanted to ask you about. I've seen you more and more bring out that uh, deep fryer, uh, and a lot of the time yeah. you're doing a fresh cut French fries. So if nobody's ever done it, and uh, I would be one of those folks who's always wanted to do it, and then I just never think about doing it until I watch a video, and I go, oh, I got to do that, but then yeah. too much time passes. He just yeah. walked in back to you again. Um, uh, no, that was, that was Zach. That was not Zach. Oh, okay, not the same guy. Who? So uh, what's, the, what's your tried and true way of doing the fresh-cut fry cook? Um, so look, I do have a little, a little uh, deep fryer. Um, you could shallow fry them. You could use a cast iron pan. Uh, my sister-in-law who absolutely adores fried chicken has never made it until tonight. And she called me two days ago and she goes, I keep seeing your fried chicken stuff. I've never made it. I'm scared about making it. We had a whole conversation. She made it tonight. She called, she made the, the fried chicken sandwich. that's on the, on the website. Yeah. She called me tonight and she goes, Oh my God, I don't know why I was so scared. This is one of the best tasting things I've ever made. There's this, there's this stigma about deep frying that people have. She does not have a dedicated deep fryer. She has a cast iron pan like this yeah. that she shallow fried in. But so I'd, I'd like to fry my fries, cook them twice. Once for, you know, four or five minutes, get a general level of just very slight color on them, take them out crank up the heat 30 degrees and then do them back until they're golden. They just get extra crispy, but they stay sort of light and fluffy inside. I think it's really the best way to go. Really good way to go. But if look at you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be scared of deep frying. I was once, I certainly am not anymore. A deep fry the shit out of anything these days. In fact, we used it today. Today we made three, Effing ridiculous! Wait, I have a picture. Can I show you? Uh, you allow can. me to um, allow me to pimp something that will come out uh, uh, Friday. I think. Right. Hold on. While you're looking for that, today I have an update. Yeah. Joe Biden at 135 yeah. electoral votes. Donald Trump at 108. 
at 11 p.m. Eastern. How about that? Uh, ask okay, me, so ask me what I think about those results. What, what do you think about those results? Still, they're bullshit. Too close to call. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, oh, look okay, at those. This, this is a fried chicken. Wait for it. Yes. Fried chicken Alfredo burrito. Holy moly. We made fettuccine Alfredo, and we made fried chicken, oh. and then we took the two of them and went like this, and then in the burrito, and then we cut it. No way. It was Look, it's as wrong as wrong gets. <laughs> you shouldn't do this very often. Yeah. You should do it for sure once, but, but, but make a big-ass burrito, but then share it. Hmm. It was so effing good. Fettuccine Alfredo, amazing. Fried chicken, amazing. Fettuccine Alfredo in a burrito wrapped in a big-ass tortilla, super amazing. Wow. Well, uh, my middle daughter's favorite the, meal point. is uh, is uh, uh, Alfredo, pasta Alfredo. Oh, this has got to be it. It's so easy. Yeah. It is so easy. Butter, garlic, cream, Parmesan. Done. Salt and pepper, you're done. And then if you make some fried chicken and slice it and put it on top, even better. The only thing we did was roll it into a burrito that was and nonsensical. But. The burrito um, doesn't offset any flavors otherwise? Just a good delivery device? No. Yeah. yeah, it's flour. So I use flour tortillas for these. They don't make big corn tortillas, but I use big flour tortillas that come from a taco shop near me. It is literally, as you just said, literally just a delivery system. Hmm. That's it. Yeah. All right. Look out. Another update. Joe Biden, 209 electoral votes to Donald Trump, 112. Wow. Oh, Cal- California, California, but, Oregon, but, and Washington all came in for Biden. Uh, according to the uh, Associated Press, by the way, I mean I I'm not any. But it's just eight o'clock. Our our shit just closed now. Yeah, well, uh, I guess where do they get these numbers? I guess California is uh, they're they're calling California, Oregon, and Washington. As you said, it's just eight oh one on the Pacific Coast, eleven oh one here. And now I gotta admit, I feel pretty comfortable when I say. Still too close to call. (laughs) Uh, All right, so let me ask you a couple quick questions before I let you go, uh, and their promotion for you, of course. Uh, Number one, uh, is the book for sale, uh, or are we still like pre-ordering, or can you buy and it's shipping now? Uh, No, I've seen people sent me pictures of the book they ordered off of Amazon, BarnesandNoble.com. All right. That have, has shown up. In fact, my publisher said to me, we, we had a, a meeting about this uh, uh, today. What is this? Tuesday? 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 Yesterday. There's a vote yeah, going yesterday. on. Yesterday. I, I, okay. I told them, I said, oh, I've got some pictures of people that have already received their books. How does that happen? And they said, oh, do you know uh, where? And I went back and I went, oh, it uh, looks like Barnes & Noble. They go, yeah, that's annoying. I go, what's annoying? <laughs> you go, well, Barnes & Noble sends them out ahead of time. Really? It's not supposed to drop to the 10th, which means 
If you ordered it off of uh, Amazon, apparently it shows up on the 10th. Oh. But Barnes & Noble just said, fuck it. We're send out. them out. Send them out. I don't care. Yeah. I say do it. So, yes, you can order it. Look, it's today's the third. If you ordered it today, you'd have it in a week. What's wrong with that? And by the way, Sam the Cooking Guy, recipes with intentional leftovers. Not international Your whole chapter leftovers. on Thanksgiving. No, not international leftovers. That's the next book. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're already talking about the next book, but I'll I'll share that with you. Right. Uh, then the other thing, we of got course, a great name for it. Oh, oh, you want to? Sh- are we, do we have? Uh, do we have breaking no, news? No, no, no. Keep your hand off that. No, no, no. We don't. Uh, barbecue we don't. Central oh, 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 oh. Show. All right, all right. Exclusive all right. news. No, no, no. Sorry. Uh, barbecue sorry. Central Show. Got to get out of it. I have that set to fade, so I just won't stop. That's good. Unless, unless you, uh, unless what I tell you off camera uh later is a exclusive just for your ears yes always uh the other thing i wanted to ask you about because they sold like hotcakes and oh did everybody have fun at my expense when i said you should have stocked up half a million of your santuku knives or whatever the hell kind of knife it was what is going on because uh now i'm seeing that uh what did i see on instagram that knives are not only soon to be in stock but there might be more than that original knife that people were buying there are oh. we started with the seven inch santoku knife santoku sold really well santoku santoku don't, don't be a cleveland dick yeah. santoku. <laughs> right. santoku right we've added an eight inch chef's knife because we know people like that yep we've added an eight inch offset serrated bread knife which by the way forget the fact that i have one <laughs> if i was buying a serrated knife yeah. for bread or for whatever i would buy an offset knife absolutely no question about it it makes life so much easier you only need to cut a loaf of bread to see what i mean yes and we've added a four inch pairing knife we, we I, I don't know that we need to add anything else. I think we've got the we've got our bases yeah, covered. That's a kitchen set right there. So will they be sold individually and then as a roll, or how are you uh, retailing those? Yes, you can buy. You can buy. You'll be able to buy one. You'll be able to buy two, three, a whole set if you want. Who yeah. are you partnering with these knives? Is this like a J. A. Henkel or a Forschner, uh, perhaps some other name that I can't think no. of off the top of my head? No, they're made. They're made specifically for us. German steel uh, that we love. We think it's a great knife. We're, I mean, like I've been using my seven-inch Santoku for like a year and a half now yeah. since I got the, the prototype. It has not failed me. I'm very happy. I've been using the chef's knife, the pairing, and the, the serrated for probably four months now since we got those prototypes. And we're super jazzed about them. We love them. We think they work great. We like the way they look. It's a good design. It's got my stupid face on the ass of the knife. Yeah. But maybe butt's a better word. But probably shouldn't say my face is on an ass of anything. But um, I, I ask in all seriousness. This isn't uh, uh, like a callback to the Santoku knife. But uh, are, where are the inventory levels here? Should people be? on the horse for the holidays or do you have sufficient level 
No, we have sufficient levels, and they're all they'll all be here in the next. I want to say three weeks, and then and then we'll be shipping like freaking crazy. All right. So can you buy? I'll just like, say can yes. you buy them? Because I signed up for the you know alert me when the Santoku knife comes back in stock, and I never got an email. Oh god, I'm gonna have to go fire somebody tonight. They're technically not in stock yet. They they know they should be here. The Santogas will be here in the next uh, week ish, mm. week and a half. Yeah. All right. So get on so, board. Get the book if you haven't ordered it or pre-ordered it, of course. Get the and book. Yeah. Get the book. Get a knife. I ordered it on Kindle. Yeah. I have a Kindle. I've never had. Kindle. I'm dying to see what my book looks like on Kindle. It's twenty four bucks uh, at Amazon. It's like nine bucks on uh, Kindle at Amazon. So. <laughs> If you're a person that likes a book, you want to hold something in your hands, flip pages, then, then get the book. Why don't you ship a couple out this way, and I can give them away as, uh, as prizes on the show. Tell me how many you want. Ooh, or, or, maybe, uh, or maybe next month we'll have like a, a call-in game show thing where people got to call in, and we'll make them answer stupid questions, and if they get them right, they win an autographed okay. copy. Okay, let me ask you this. You're not being a very nice guy. Yeah. Do you want me to send you books and then you send them out? Or do you just want to give away books and I'll send them out to who wins? Ooh, good question. Because typically... Be easy. I know how I'd answer. All right. So can you send but, me books that are autographed? Yes. Okay, and then can you then leave... you can add yours? Can you leave enough... Where I can then add my autograph on your book. <laughs> what, are, what are you going to write? You're going to write. Uh, I write. This is what I write. Good this is book. What, I, I, I think, I think it's a good book. Hold on. But it's too close to call. I'm going to tell you exactly what I'm going to do because this is what happens. Yeah. I hate reading. I tell people all the time don't send me a book to review, don't send me a book to check out. I'm not going to do it. I just fucking hate reading with a passion. I, I can read very well. I just, it's not my uh, uh, pastime, if you will, okay? However, inevitably, books land on my front porch from publishers of all varying types. So we will play games. Somebody will win that book. And I say, Do you want me to sign that book? And it was like a joke. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Jamie, uh, Jamie Perviance is a well known. He's like second down from Stephen Reichland, Weber's cookbook guy. And I said, hey, send me a book if you want, and I'll sign it and send it back to you. It was like a joke. And then it caught on just like that. So every book ever that's come in, people are like, oh, will you sign DivaQ's book for me? And then I always write, to Ray, please enjoy this book that I did not write. Yours, Greg. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so. No, yeah. but if both of us sign it, then it makes yes. it even better. Oh, it's going to be great. So, you, yeah, send okay, them I'll, over to me. I'll send you. Yeah, I'm going to send you books that just say Sam the Cooking Guy. Yes, Greg's an asshole. Yes, that that'll that'll even increase Something the like value more. That'll be great. All right, we'll That's be like good. 75 years old at a garage sale. <laughs> In some part of Cleveland one day, and there will be <laughs> my cookbook that said with both our signatures that yes. says you're an asshole. It'll be like, oh. uh, it'll have a little, the little sticker. It'll say two dollars, <laughs> and we'll go. We'll give you a buck for it, and they'll go, uh, okay, yeah, two dollars OBO. Oh, 
Oh my. Oh my. Well, I think Sam, you've said it all. I think you've said it all tonight. So uh, you can find Sam right here on the first Tuesday of every month. In the meantime, you can find him over at YouTube.com or TheCookingGuy.com where he's uh, releasing brand new YouTube videos Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And we know what Friday is going to be, so we're going to look for that. Sam, always appreciate the time, and we will see you again the beginning of December. Thanks, buddy. You got it. There he That's, is. Uh, Thanks, Greg Ramp. Thanks. We're not even going to talk about Siri anymore. All right, there he is, uh, Sam the Cooking Guy. And don't forget, you can find him over at thecookingguy.com. That's right. All right. Let's beat it out of here. Before we go, let me remind you of the Smoke Sheet a free weekly newsletter that keeps you in the know on everything happening in the backyard and competition world and the whole barbecue world in general, including top news stories, events, recipes, and more. Ryan Cooper and Sean Ludwig doing that deal. Go to bbqnewsletter.com to sign up. A great all-in-one resource for the live fire industry. Thanks again to Sam the Cooking Guy, thecookingguy.com. Head on over to YouTube and subscribe to him if you are not already. And we will be getting books to give away here on this show. Dual autographed. That's going to be fun. Big show planned for you next week. As I had already mentioned, Meathead in for the first hour, of course. And then we have Cosmo from Cosmo's Q. And Ted Conrad will close out the show next week. Talking a little Fireboard too. Uh, No update as we head off to the air. So it is Joe Biden at 209 electoral votes. Donald Trump with 118 electoral votes. Still too close to call as we remove ourselves from the barbecue airwaves. September 11, 2001, I will never forget. And until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, this is your program host and proud U.S. American Greg Rempe. Good night now. Jennifer Polymus from Shalote, North Carolina, and this is Barbecue Central.